0: What is he? Two big men. With big chest with big chests. And big muscles. Bumping meat. That's why I'm here. That's why how I stressing stressing as a kid. You want your five-star matches? 30-minute you classes? <laughs> 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 Big meaty man slapping me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <it> up. Woo! <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to Afterglow, episode 51, and this is a special month. For March 2024, we're going to be doing Big Meaty Men Slapping Meat in March, where every episode is going to be covering a retro wrestling game from my childhood, and on top of that, we'll also be having a retro game tournament to see amongst me and a couple other people on the uh, Secret Levels Discord what our favorite retro wrestling video game is so it's going to be a fun month and just for this month we're going to change up the intro just a little bit to what you uh, heard earlier i uh, love that little uh, rant by biggie always makes me laugh so we're going to lift that and use it for part of the intro this month <laughs> so uh another kind of neat thing for this episode we're going to be covering the first arcade game that we've done here on afterglow with WWF WrestleFest. Uh, it is an incredibly fun wrestling game. Uh, but it's really, really hard to play because unless you're emulating, it only came out in the arcade. There was never a good home port. So I'm going to be going into my memories of WrestleFest after we listen to some of the tunes from the game. welcome back so my first memory of WrestleFest was actually because it was an arcade game at a store <laughs> there was a big lots in Vincennes Indiana and they had one arcade machine I remember it was actually like in a weird spot in the store it wasn't like in the front opening but it was actually like in the store at the end of an aisle but they had this big arcade machine and it was WWF WrestleFest, and yeah, I was a typical kid. I enjoyed wrestling games, so it caught my eye, and uh, this game was really cool. Um, The graphics looked really, really good for the time. Big sprites. They they were big, beefy men, let me tell (laughs) you. And uh, the gameplay was really good, too. It was really simple to learn. You only had two buttons you had to work with um you had a grapple and then you had a punch and kick and your moves were kind of dependent on how fast you were tapping that button along with where you're moving your control stick and uh i immediately did the royal rumble mode because to this day the royal rumble is my favorite type of match and it's not like a standard royal rumble because in a standard royal rumble you have to throw your opponent over the top rope and both of their feet have to hit the floor In this mode, you can eliminate people that way, but you can also just pin them. So, kind of an interesting way of going about it, but it is incredibly fun. Uh, Start out with, I believe, four in the ring, and then every 30 to 60 seconds, another opponent comes out. And it's really cool because there's a little window of the next guy that's walking out, and you can't hear him because it's an early arcade game, but you see him cutting a promo before he turns around and heads to the ring, and it's such a cool effect that it puts you into the game the presentation is just incredibly well done and i burned through a couple quarters trying to uh, win the world rumble i didn't pull it off i can these days but uh, back then i was kind of learning the game and then after that point i remembered the game but i never saw it again so I only had one way to uh, play this game. I had fond memories of I could only play that one time. And uh, come on, you've listened to this uh, podcast before. You know what that way is, right? Do what you want, cause a pirate is free. You are a pirate. Your heart Being a pirate is a rat-t-d. Do what you want, cause a pirate is free. You are a pirate. You are a pirate. Of course, whenever emulation for arcade machines was a thing, this was one of the first games I ran to, because I wanted to relive those memories. And this game never got ported to any of the systems of the day. I really wish it would have gotten a Super Nintendo port. I feel like they could have done a good job with this game on it, but it never happened. And the reason why it never happened, unfortunately, was due to licensing. Technos had the arcade rights, but unfortunately, Technos could not get... The uh, home rights, those went to LJN. So the guys behind uh, Double Dragon made this awesome uh, arcade game. But uh, they couldn't release it in home systems because LJN had the exclusive home rights. Which is such a shame because it's such a good game. So of course I emulated it. And whenever I started getting into it, I played more than that Royal Rumble mode. There's a fun tag team mode as well. Where uh, you choose a couple wrestlers and you go in there, you do your tag team matches, and uh, you have to do like a big run of matches to eventually get to the final bosses in this game. And yeah, this game has bosses. It's the Legion of Doom, which uh, if you're not familiar with the Legion of Doom, they're two big burly guys. They wear these uh, like football pads with spikes coming off of them. Uh, They're known as the Road Warriors whenever they weren't in WWF. Uh, NWA and WCW, they're Road Warriors, but WWF, they were Legion of Doom. They are an absolutely legendary team, and it was a blast uh, picking the tag team partner and going through and taking them down. I would choose Mr. Perfect and Jake the Snake Roberts, but I mean, I can see, like, uh, in the era, you might choose Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior as your team instead, But I really enjoyed that tag team mode as well. As a matter of fact, I was such a fan of this game that later on, whenever I was collecting games, I couldn't get the arcade machine, but I did find the PCB for this game on eBay. And I did have an arcade machine of Magic Sword, done by Capcom. And all I had to do was unhook the board for that game and put the board for WrestleFest in there and I could play the arcade version of WrestleFest on an arcade machine and yeah all the um artwork for the machine and the lighting and everything was still magic sword but on that screen was WrestleFest and it was an incredible experience and a blast to play um to this day I mostly still emulate it I'm you know, nothing can beat, you know, loading up your Steam Deck and just kicking back and playing some WrestleFest that way, but it's really cool to get those original arcade controls and play the game the way it was meant to be played all those years ago. I really wish there was a way for this game to get re released today. The closest that we're going to get to it is Retromania Wrestling, which uh, they tried to design their game in a way to uh, mirror WrestleFest. It was actually. Um, ...endorsed by Technos as the official sequel to WrestleFest, which is a cool little thing. Um, it really is a fun game, but it's definitely not the original. So, if you see this game in an arcade somewhere, pop a quarter into it and play it, because it's definitely worth the time. It's definitely worth the 25 cents to play. Uh, of course, if you want to play it through more nefarious means, no one could blame you, because, again, this game is so hard to find these days... But it's definitely worth your time to check out. But that's going to close it up for this. We're going to play some more music, and then we'll play the outro for this episode. Thanks for listening, and enjoy more music from this awesome arcade game. Alright, and thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to the first episode of Big Beefy Man Slapping Meat in March. Actually, it's Big Meaty Men, not Big Beefy Man. I guess they both fit though, right? <laughs> so, if you like what you listen to, check the show notes down below because we've got a Discord. You can come hang out, say hi. Uh, we're slowly getting a few people in there. Hopefully, like I said, we can get some good conversation going in there. There's a Patreon for the show as well on the show notes, where if you want to support the show, pay a dollar a month, and you can get a shout-out at the end of every episode. And if you're uh, listening to my stuff, check out some of our friends' stuff as well, such as RetroGamingRoundup.com. Over a decade of content from them now, all kinds of stuff to listen to from them. You can check out the Secret Levels podcast from Bad Secret Media. They've got close to 200 episodes now. Uh, every episode, they, they, similar to me, where they cover one game an episode, although it is a longer-form show and also a lot of comedy in there. A great time to listen to you can check out the Lost and Gone podcast with Grim. Uh, he checks out old Lost Media. Really interesting stuff. And he's also got a really cool sense of humor as well. That makes this stuff awesome to listen to. The show logo and the show artwork has been done. From Talbui on Dune from Secret Levels. The show's normal intro and our outro is done by Grim from the Lost and Gone podcast, although our intro has been modified just a little bit only for the month of March while we go over all these awesome retro wrestling games. So again, thanks for taking the time to listen, and I will see you all on the next episode of Afterglow. Big meaty men slapping meaty.